Ugh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> Studio? Not our studio. No. Not, not our studio not, apartment. Not yet. Not, not to say we're going to take over the Anchor Studio space one day. Although we love this. This is amazing. We Anchor in New York is hosting us. It's Anchor FM, right? I believe so. Yeah. I just Anchor. want to give them the proper shout out. Right. We're, but, uh, we'll definitely be giving them a proper shout out because like right now we don't actually have any official official sponsors correct. except for Anchor because they're giving us this studio time for free. Yeah, which is amazing. So amazing. we have roughly an hour to record our episode. Mm-hmm. We and have an hour available to us every week. It's on like professional equipment. We're in a very large spacious room that has a couch. I and have a coffee in a, <laughs> in a hamburger mug. We're not sitting in our bed alcove <laughs> with our snoring dog. By the way, you won't hear Rocket snoring through these recordings anymore because he's not here. Right. But maybe I can make like a snort noise to... Yeah, we'll like, just add in some... <laughs> We're disgusting. Anyways. Here we are, season two. Season two. First episode. I'm really proud of us. I was wow. worried. Kind of like the same thing with our first episode. After we were done with that, I was like, oh my God, is that it? Like, are we never going to make another episode after that? We're going to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) Are we just going to be millennials and just bail on it? Just bail on it, talk (laughs) about it a bunch, and buy champagne, and then not actually do anything with it. (laughs) What are you talking about? You know how, like, this is, this actually happened. This was back in Portland. Someone came up with an idea for a cabaret show. We all gathered at someone's house, and we all got champagne. They're like, to the cabaret, and never happened was i there i think you were really mm-hmm. oh see this is what i'm see, talking I don't about it. right <laughs> lots of big dreams and ideas and plans and then nothing i could happens. not be bothered so at any rate how are you doing ben I'm we're at the well. end of the week so how has your week been i'm very well um lots of really great changes on the horizon for my day job at row house mm-hmm. and chelsea row house official has expanded across the nation we've sold i think 60 plus franchises across the country so far san francisco is getting they're a bi-coastal company yeah so now uh we're getting commission now which is great great. as i've i've been there almost three years it'll be three years next month so crazy um so yeah a lot of really good drastic changes Mm -hmm. i love how you can hear the siren i know you can still hear the siren you can tell we're in new york still in new york it doesn't matter that we're in a big it doesn't matter um so work's going well back on the audition circuit Mm -hmm. as you know Mm -hmm. um and you've been very busy there as well yes um yeah family's happy and healthy we rearranged our apartment so now the layout is much it more. It doesn't seem like a big deal until you live it in is, a studio though. apartment. Until you live in a, a shotgun studio and you have no room <laughs> and you're like, oh, why didn't we do this layout two years ago? You put a living room where the crack den used to be. <laughs> and our dog loves it. He's living like a king. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, life's good. Good. Yeah, doing very well. Rowing a 10K on Sunday. So You are? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm rowing a 10K. Okay, good to know. Yeah. All right. So you won't see me for an hour. <laughs> okay. That's where I'll be. So is your plan to like start at a certain speed or what's your game plan for the 10K? I have like a 10 minute nap, like right in the middle. Okay. And then I'm going to get back. <laughs> That's my, it should be my strategy for everything. That would like be really funny. Nap, like, you right, have right like a blanket and a pillow and everything. Like, you keep it down. Oh. Like, guys. Good. How are you? I'm good. Good. This week was really crazy for me. Yes. Just because it's like, I had, okay. 
our friend, Jana Lee Hamblin, who is a dear friend of ours. She's also been our acting coach you and mentor. You can follow mentor. her on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I believe it's at Jana Lee Hamblin. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she's but in L.A. She's in L.A. Crushing it. Totally she's, crushing it. She's got a recurring role on Ballers now on HBO. Is it recurring, really? Yeah, she's on a couple episodes. Great. And yes. she was also on an episode of Sneaky Pete. Mm-hmm. She was also <laughs> on Jane the Virgin. Yep. Um, so, yeah, at any Killing rate, it. she's wonderful and amazing. And I was talking to her like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm not actually achieving any anything here in New York. We've been here for, it'll be three years next week. And I feel like I don't have enough to show for it. And do I need to just pack up all my things and move to LA? Mm. And she was like, okay, I'm going to have you do this exercise. And I don't know where she got this exercise from, but it's amazing. So basically if you're going through anything tough in your life and you're not quite sure what the answers are for what's going on, this is a great way to kind of figure it out. Yeah. Um, so basically what you do is you take a piece of paper or two pieces of paper is what I did. The siren is not stopping. It's the soundtrack to our life. It is. Essentially. <laughs> pretty much. Sirens. So it is. Okay. <clears throat> so you need two, two color of pens. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So in one color, you write down a question that you're dealing with. For example, should I move to L.A.? Mm-hmm. And then you take a second to just kind of reflect on it and then let a higher power within you, your higher self, mm-hmm. access any answer it might have to that. Mm. Um, so in turn, I kind of went back and forth and I wrote the answer in a different color. Can you give us like an example? Okay. So like, for example, I wrote, um, should I move to LA? Yeah. And what I wrote back to that is I took a second and I wrote back, um, why do you feel you need to move to LA? Mm-hmm. And I wrote back to myself, well, I feel like I haven't accomplished what I want to. And I feel like it's not happening for me here in this market. Mm. And then I wrote back to myself, okay, when you say you're not making it here, what steps have you taken to make that happen? And then I actually like, I had called myself out on my own bullshit because I realized that I had gone to a couple of auditions when we first moved here, cattle calls. I had done a couple of pay to play things. And then I was like, well, I guess I didn't, I kind of gave up on myself at that point. Mm. So then I, I just went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until I realized, no, I should probably go full balls to the wall while I'm here in New York. So that means (laughs) this week, which is what I'm leading up to Mm. is going to cattle calls. So getting up with you at like 5am, which is about 17 hours too early for me. Uh, going down, putting your name on the non-equity list, waiting yep. to see if that's accepted, waiting yep. to see if they'll even see non-equity that day. Mm-hmm. And shout outs to any, not only non-ec, but I, I suppose equity at the same time, but people who go through the goddamn hustle and grind of what it is to audition for stage work in this city. Yeah. Musicals especially. Yes. Any sort of Broadway or off-Broadway work, but it is a grind. It and is. And it is not that is for exactly the word. everyone. I, I don't think... The rules for getting seen at auditions are terribly fair. No, as far as, they're as fair as they can be, though. I guess, but the business itself isn't fair. No. It shouldn't be fair. No. It, it should be, you know, I, I I think the best person for the job, but also there's, there's a big amount of luck that's tied into it. Yeah. Preparation and opportunity and all that kind of stuff. Right. So props to New York actors. There was for one guy at this audition mm. that I went to. This was for an audition for Network, which was starring uh, Brian, Brian Cranston. Say my name. They're doing a play from the movie Network. Mm. And there was this guy in the room. He got the sides, he'd taken a picture with his phone, mm. and then he was going through the sides out loud. You have to go, go, go <laughs> to the store to get, get my uh. new pants. New, new, new pants. New, Finally, pants. the auditor was like, 
sir, could you please stop that? Jesus Christ. It was so annoying. You'd be really surprised. Like, I remember my very first professional New York audition. It was actually for a play that one of my teachers in school was directing. Mm -hmm. And again, these are equity and not equity alike, but people, again, like talking on their phones out in the hallway, Mm -hmm. not bringing headshots. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not saying they're bad people, but at the same time, like you get the gamut of like unprepared, unprofessional, like what the fuck is wrong with you kind of behavior. And it's really surprising because you just assume that everyone would be like kind of aware of where they are and what they're doing. Show up, be prepared, be ready, who's listening, be kind. Yes. It's not hard. It's really not. It just takes some forethought. Yeah. We're such good people. We're really good people. And we're so humble about it. The humblest ever. Oh my God. Um, speaking of professionals, uh, wait, Speaking of being so professional, so insanely professional that what? you go and change your face. How are you changing? That's that's my aunt. Can you think of a better one? Yes. Okay. I was about to say, um, well, I'm really proud of you for taking the time to oh. make those kinds of lists and facing your demons. Right. Speaking of faces. That's way better. When all else fails, fresh tactics. <laughs> Speaking of faces and demons and demons, yeah, we watched Face, Face Off. <laughs> what a predicament! Oh my God, 1997's I'm Face Off. I'm shaking my head. Oh man, Megan is ready to dig into this. This this made me so furious. Get out the knife and tuning fork and get ready to cut into this ham. Oh my God! From 1997, mm-hmm. directed by John Woo. Starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage and Joan Allen. Supporting roles, uh, Nick Casavantes and Gina Gershon. Who else shows up in this movie? I don't know. Yeah, you don't care. I don't care. You don't I don't. Shit. I don't. It's all angry. This uh, is the equivalent of Greatest Showman for uh, me. I can't wait to dig into this one. I love this movie. It is. It is. I describe it as one of the best worst movies I've ever seen. I describe it as Tommy Wiseau and Neil Breen got together and made an alien action movie. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. And I think when I watched it this time, because I've seen this multiple times in the last 21 years since it came out, it is a science fiction action movie. That's exactly what it it is. is. Yeah. Because there's, there is actually a lot of science fiction in like the face and physical swapping. But it's only in one... Sp- I can't. I can't. W- go ahead. Do the synopsis <laughs> the before synopsis I get angry. Per IMDb. In order to foil an extortion plot, an FBI agent undergoes a facial transplant surgery and assumes the identity and physical appearance of a terrorist. But the plan turns from bad to worse when the same terrorist impersonates the FBI agent. Go. <laughs> I... Okay. I have to be honest. <clears throat> I think I mistook this... For a different movie. Did you think it was about hockey? No, I thought it was Con Air. <laughs> which I also haven't seen. Oh, man. Which so, I also haven't so seen. So Con Air is, the, is the, the meat of the action sandwich of Nick Cage's, like, 1997, right. 98. So right. he did The Rock first. Yeah. And then Con Air. Right. And then Face Off. Right. This is like Nicolas Cage at, like, peak insanity in my opinion like at the height of his powers this is so all the gifts that you see of crazy insane michael cage face is from this nicholas cage oh what did i say michael, michael cage? cage who's michael michael cage? cage michael cage did you confuse <laughs> michael kane 
and Nicolas Cage. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. I'm sorry. I would definitely <laughs> want to see that movie. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors if off. If it was Michael Caine and John Travolta, <laughs> I would totally different. But it needs to be Michael Caine from Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> Scrooge. It needs to Michael be Scrooge. Scrooge Kane, Michael right. Scrooge Caine. Right. Humbug. Okay. <clears throat> I so what we've done in the past mm-hmm. is we go what did you think of the movie what did I think of the movie right. and what we're doing for this season we're trying something out we're trying just to kind of do a streamline through back and forth of of kind of what we both thought of the movie yeah. and then at the end we'll still hit trivia and mm-hmm. we actually do have an unofficial sponsor great so <laughs> when Michael Caine swaps faces no with are you the spirit whose coming was foretold to me anyways uh, that so would be amazing the, okay. <clears throat> From the get-go, I didn't... I. Why does John Travolta touch his face so much? Oh, do you mean like like him physically touching his own face or when he does like the, the little wave down yes, on his both, son's... Both. both of those. Well, well, And I also want to know, where did the... Okay, so there's this thing that Michael... <laughs> Michael Caine. There's this thing that Michael, Michael Caine, Caine does this, that John Travolta does throughout the movie where he like puts his hand on the other person's face and like swipes down very gently. It's a family thing. It's a family thing, but it's also really weird. I don't know where it came from. I need some backstory on that to justify it. I've looked at a lot of trivia and I can't figure out where the fuck it came from. I want to say Travolta being, I don't know, being John Travolta. He may have just come up with it on the day. I don't know. Maybe it's a John Woo thing. Oh, maybe, maybe. Maybe that's what he does. John Woo definitely has... Uh, I'm not saying this appears in other John Woo movies, but he's he's a little I don't know he's he's not wacky, but he definitely has like he's definitely ongoing, wacky. What the hell with he all has, these birds? He has ongoing themes in his movie, in his movies. Fireworks, um, uh, fireworks birds, where, where there shouldn't be fireworks. A lot random of doves, doves, slow motion action scenes, specifically in parks. Yes, balloons, balloons, yeah, carousels. Mm-hmm. This is John Woo, guys. Who has been called the Martin Scorsese of Asia? I'm going to hit something. <laughs> Dead serious. That quote's from Jean-Claude Van Damme. I knew that was coming. Who directed, because John Woo directed Van Damme in a movie called Hard Target, which, which is one seen. of the better action movies ever made, in my opinion. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. So. So you didn't care for the facial thing. I didn't care for the facial thing. The other thing, and this was, this was something that you mentioned. Yeah. So we talked about the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. One thing that I didn't. I didn't get so they actually take each other's faces off. Like yep. there's this whole thing which I didn't realize that's what happened. Face off. The face is literally it is a off. literal face. They could off. not have hammered that home <laughs> more hard in this movie. Literally, uh. they talk about it a couple different times. <laughs> so they literally surgically remove the face and they like alter the other person's body and move it from one person to the other so that John Travolta can go in and figure out where this bomb is. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, the bomb, by the way. Which is set for 264 hours from the time of arming. You have this really tense moment where Nicolas Cage, as the terrorist, Caster Troy, is arming a bomb in the L.A. Convention Center. And he sets the timer for 264 hours. Why didn't he like, set it for just like yeah, four hours? Like high, not Maybe like, I don't know, a week. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But something a little bit more high stakes. Like, sure. oh, we have five days to find this bomb. Because they kept on saying, we're almost out of time. I'm right. Like, you, I'm like, no, you, you got plenty of time. You have, you have so much time. I've been tracking it. Go you get got, a coffee. You guys are fine. Calm right. down. You have so much time. He said time. it for 264 hours. You've it's got, cool. oh my God. And then yeah, later on in the movie, when Travolta Cage 
disarms the bomb. He brings out the actual chemical casing. Yeah, holds it up like a holds it up trophy. like a goddamn right. Like he just bowled a perfect three hundred, and he's like showing it off to the camera. I'm like, mm, if that had VX poison gas in it, I don't think you no, would bring it outside and like show. Not. <laughs> probably not. Probably <sighs> not. So at God. any rate. So I um so since they swap identities and effectively are playing the other character. Yeah. We talked about is this actually John Travolta playing the character that Nicolas Cage plays mm. or is this John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage playing the character? So like being over the top and almost making a commentary on I this actor. I think it's actor. the latter. I okay. definitely think it's the latter because these the two Travolta and Cage spent 2 weeks together before filming just hanging out. Like really, they they, they would in both, character. No, no. I mean, well, as themselves. Okay. So because all they have is themselves. So right. Of course, Cage watch Revolta and Travolta watch. Is that Cage. what Nicolas Cage is like on a regular basis? Maybe I don't know. And but that's the thing about Nicolas Cage is that if a role calls for something so even if it's even if it doesn't call for something over the top, Cage is going to go from zero to one fifty like that, okay. and he just doesn't give a shit. Okay. So. Cage initially turned the movie down really? because he didn't want to play a bad guy. And they were like, oh, no, actually, for the majority of the movie, you're going to be playing the good guy, but you're going to look like the bad guy. And he's like, oh, that sounds interesting. Sign me up. Oh, my right. God. This is how people get stuck in multi-level right. marketing a, companies. It, it, gets a this little, is... it gets a little meta. So they spent a couple of weeks together. They came up with like specific physical gestures for the other that the other could like memorize and oh, okay. and sort of, you know, grab onto. Sure. And, and you can definitely tell that it's the other, for me anyway, you can definitely tell that it's Travolta doing Nicolas Cage playing Castor Troy okay. and Nicolas Cage doing Travolta playing Sean Archer. So are they it making does fun of each a, other? I absolutely think so. You think and it's they even are? in the screenplay because after Nicolas Cage turns into John Travolta, Travolta comments on his ridiculous dimple chin oh, that's to his right. brother. He's like, this hair, this face, this ridiculous chin. You know, and he says it in, in sort of a Nicolas Cage way, you know, like, <laughs> I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. You know, like, it, it, you can tell, like, you can really see the moments of like, oh, he tried really hard to like mimic oh Nicolas Cage God. there. And Nicolas Cage in the same way, like when, when uh, Sean Archer as... Nicholas Cage is in the prison and then Nicholas Cage's Travolta shows up and he, he's like, oh shit, he stole my face. Like he woke up out of his coma and Travolta's like telling him, oh, I have your wedding ring and oh, I lit all your friends <laughs> on fire. See anything you like? And then Cage is like, oh, Tito, oh, Oh yeah, you, that was the you thing. You killed them, and I'm like, is this Cage making fun of Travolta right now? So because that's the th so that's my question. So, okay, right. they both did not do a good job. You don't think? They no, did. I don't think they did a good I job of making fun of the. Yeah, you could see you glimpses could of it, glimpses but it was more it. like just just remember the thing that he did right. when you from when you guys hung out. Just throw that in. Right. Like it did not seem cohesive. I think the problem is is that you have two of the most hammy, over the top actors playing each other. So you can't really tell the difference, you know, okay. you really can't like if, if you watch Travolta in a movie like Battlefield Earth, 
which is one of the worst movies ever made. Haven't and seen he, it. And uh, he, don't see it. Great. It is so over the top, and he is just acting like out here, and he's doing this weird voice, and he's an alien, and it's based on an L. Ron Hubbard novel because he's into Scientology, and it's, it's fucking weird. Okay. And then you have Nicolas Cage, like post-Wicker Man Nicolas Cage, where he's just so over the top and like, ah! Uh, not the bees. Uh, I swear to God. But again, this is Nicolas Cage coming off of, he won an Oscar for leaving Las Vegas. Right. Then he did the rock. Then he did Conair. Then he did this. So again, I feel like he's like at the pinnacle of like crazy nuts, Nicolas Cage, but still like having a way to kind of hone it in because Mm -hmm. there are like legitimate scenes in this movie where I'm like, Oh my God, he's a really good actor. He's a, you're just staring at me like, I have lobsters crawling out of yes, my ears. Yes, that's exactly what I'm There's doing. There's this scene no. where Travolta no. as Cage is trying to explain to his wife why I look like this. And he's like so frustrated because he's talking about it and it sounds so crazy. And he's starting to like get pissed and like slap his own face and like oh cry. God, and I'm like, so over I'm like, Megan, top. this is you describing this movie to somebody it else. Absolutely. This is. is you crying, the, okay. slapping your own so face. The, that's the thing for me. The acting was where it was just the whole thing was over the top. Like <laughs> right. from start to finish, it's what over the top expect? and not in a good way. Oh. I didn't know what to expect. Oh, okay. Cause you've never seen it. Before. Right. Cause I hadn't seen it. Okay. So, okay. I so, just assumed you knew it was Cage and Travolta swapping faces. I had no idea oh. i had no clue oh, that's what that it was must have been such a surprise yes it was i was like i was like okay they're gonna face off like they're gonna you know figure out like no you know well well yes it, it was like also, in my head it was like oh it's like heat like that's you know it, uh, which is also a great movie yes but this is not a great movie um <laughs> well not according to the Metacritic not according score. to metacritic or rotten tomato or, or anything else i am in the minority and yes, i'm fine with that I just, I, I couldn't handle this movie. It was just terrible in my mm. opinion. I kept on yelling and I got really mad and all the isms that they had did not seem earned. And like it, for anybody out there mm-hmm. that really enjoys um, Neil Breen. No more books. You're comparing Saint, this to a Neil Breen hey, movie? Hey, I'm in the minority and I'm, <sighs> I'm allowed to have my uh, thoughts and opinions. Uh, or if you like um, Tommy Wiseau. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, I cannot you, believe you're comparing you, this to either Tom, Neil Breen or Tommy Wiseau. Like, it, it's like, it's, you can tell that this is something where Tommy Wiseau saw this movie and <laughs> wanted to make the room like that. Like, that's that's what made me think of it. So if you're like, oh, yeah, I want to see an action film. Hmm. Just don't see this movie. Like I can't. It's so bad. It came out in 1997. So what? What do you think of this movie? I just I, feel like I want to hear your I, thoughts without I will me admit, talking. I will admit that there is a big old American slice of nostalgia built into this experience for me. I saw this movie when I was 13 years old. Wow. At the Dallas Drive-In, paired with I think it was paired with Lethal Weapon 4. Jesus. So as a 13-year-old with right. like my twin brother and our two best friends like packed into okay, their Okay, so moms. there's some nostalgia with yes, this. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Being able to like go as a 13-year-old and watch like two rated R action movies at a drive-in on a Friday night during the summertime mm-hmm. like nothing few memories are more fond for okay. me like like as far as like my love for movies and why i'm an actor and like and why i like being in movies and being on set like i'm like oh my god this looks like so much fun and maybe it's because i am a guy that it is like there's a ton of like testosterone laced into this movie it's about two men who are facing off against each other there's like action like the, so much emphasis on like 
guns and bullets and explosions that make no sense. Yes. And there was that one part where the I'm sorry. I No, no, no. No, you're fine. The airplane blows into the hangar yeah, and, and then, then there's fireworks. fireworks and also two gallons of what looks like fake blood are yeah, just exploding I thought it was like everywhere. Beet juice. Like this is the hangar where they hold all of the Chinese fireworks and the crates of beet juice. And when Nicolas Cage army. gets pushed in front of that giant, which why is that giant airplane uh, engine just revving? Why is that happening? Right. He steps in front of it and gets blown away and knocked mm. out. He would have been killed. Yes. He would have been. There are so many times where it's like dead, well, dead, dead. If you notice after he slams into the wall, yes. it's actually his stunt double who dies because the person who lands is clearly not Nicolas right. Cage. <laughs> It's his stunt double. And again, they get to a point in this movie it's where they just, just don't give a no. shit about showing the like, stunt doubles. Full like, face. For those who... Slow who, motion. There's uh, no way to hide it. For those who are not, uh, you know, initiated, I suppose, into like the art of filmmaking during heavy action sequences, of course, the lead actors, with the exception of Tom Cruise... Of course, the lead actors don't do all of their own stunts right. because they're the face of the movie and they're they cost millions of dollars to hire and blah right. blah blah. So there are the people who are shots, trying to do this safely. Yes, and they're amazing at their jobs. Yes, they're called stunt performers and or stunt men, stunt women. They use them during the wide shots uh-huh. as you move in closer to get coverage, medium, close, cowboy. Of course, you insert the actors, right? And they do the best they can to mimic what the what stunt. Just they, they work very yeah. closely with the stunt team. But again, this movie gets to a point, especially at the end, where they just don't give a shit about showing, like, oh, this, this is, is actually during, the stunt double. And this not is the during actor. a high speed chase in in boats. Yep. Which has happened after a shootout in a church. Church. Which has happened after a shootout in a lair. Yep. It's just loft. it's nonstop. Yep. An yep. LA loft. It's it swanky as fuck. It basically looks like a if if a startup had a loft, but they were evil. Right. It's like Airbnb's evil loft. Did a lot. It's it's like Gene Simmons's house, essentially. <laughs> they just asked Gene if they could shoot there for a weekend, and he's like, "Hey, man, you shot up my house. What the fuck?" <laughs> um, so yeah, you're right. So we go from LA loft shootout to church shootout to high speed boat chase to beach fight. <laughs> to kick in the balls. I mean, at this point, like gut. it might as well be like in Blazing Saddles where they're just busting through right, different busting sound through stages. Different sets. It's right. insanity. Get your pies so, for the right pies. Towards right. the end right. of that whole nonsense. They just, they make no effort to cover up the faces of the stunt doubles during like the big major shots. Yep. I think they were just like, oh, fuck it. Who cares? You know, at and, this point. <laughs> and again, this was one of those things like same thing, throwback to, you know, suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm like I had with Karate Kid, there is no way that a a jet boat could blow through a a police boat boat and make it all the way through completely clean. On fire. On fire without exploding, killing somebody or falling apart. Or someone falling, catching on fire. Or how would it get all the way through? It can't. Right. Right. Uh, Movies. So I I do have a tender spot in my heart for this movie because I saw it at such a young age. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, and the fact that they were able to do like the face swap thing. And I had a general idea of who Nick Cage and Travolta were. And I'm like, oh, these guys do a pretty good job of like mimicking each other. They're clearly having fun. Right. And I think I always err on that side. I'm like, these guys are having a fucking blast. And I can't help but get carried along with that. Mm hmm. So I just surrender to the kind of movie it is. I don't base it in a whole lot of realism, okay. a whole lot of reality. It's okay. more escape. It's a science fiction action movie. Okay. It's not quite in the vein of like aliens, but 
because those movies are actually kind of based in some reality. Okay. And this one is so far fetched. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Okay. I don't care okay. because these guys are having so much fun. So, okay. I guess if it wasn't two hours and 18 minutes, it's a long movie. It's a long movie. If it were like to an just hour not and care. 40, yeah. It goes on for about a half hour too long. It absolutely does. Especially with all the useless gunfighting because right. they shoot like the stormtroopers in Star Wars. They cannot hit no. shit. And they're jumping through the air and doing they're doing somersaults. Doing flips for no reasons and, and all this kind of stuff. And then stuff. there's a kid involved. Like yeah. there's a kid at one point. And they adopt the bastard child oh my god okay i just need to take a second so absolutely spoilers alert (laughs) sorry so this movie's 21 years old if you haven't seen it yet you don't really want to see it i mean you do want to see it It, you should watch it this is what this is good for is kind of like what we said with some of the other uh movies that we watched last year where it's like invite some friends over have some friends over make sure everybody's got a drink get some kettle corn get some kettle corn Feel free to be loud and yes. have commentary on yep. this. Like this is a group make it a drinking movie. game. Someone this might is die, like but like '90s nostalgia movie night. Oh yeah, that's what this, this is, is. The approach of the millennium. This would be a movie. great movie for that. Absolutely. So what was I saying? Um, as far as like me not caring about no, it was no? about oh I think it was the ending. Oh the yes, ending. where they adopt the kid. Right. right. So at the end of this movie, so everything happens basically like John Travolta gets trapped in Nicolas Cage's body and then he goes to prison to try to figure out where the bomb is. Can't really figure it out, but then he does figure it out, but then John Travolta, who's actually Nicolas Cage, takes all the credit, disarms the bomb and then decides to work use that in his favor. He ends up sleeping with John Travolta's wife. He Joan also Allen. is kind Hot of smoking Joan Allen. I mean, Can bless we talk her. About Joan Allen she's so again? stunning. She's she's, she's a beautiful. gorgeous woman. She's beautiful. She's not someone I would want to fuck. No. I love her. Bless her. She's amazing. She's talented. Incredible and pleasant film. Yes. That's where it stops. And she's she's I don't know, she looks like she looks like she's approaching like the the grandmother phase and she's kind of skinny. And she skinny. doesn't need to. Right. 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 They, she looks older than she is. They made her look older. Right. They made her look older in this movie than she actually is, I think. Right. And I'm not saying like, oh, you should have recast someone younger like a bombshell type. No. Because I feel like you needed a very strong centered actor because the situation is so fucking crazy right that i feel like joan allen might be someone who the audience relates to a little bit more because you're kind of the outsider yes you know like the audience like as an audience member sometimes I'm like what the fuck is going on here sean that hurts and she much <laughs> she might have felt the same way about a lot of it uh, the whole movie her character wasn't that well or deeply written no in my no opinion. no woman character in this entire no. movie was well thought out or well written gina gershon though she was okay, okay. i would give that a, a c plus okay it was okay. okay it wasn't the best anyways so Hot at any rate smoking joan allen sweet joan allen sweet joan allen. bless her watch her in pleasantville instead she's amazing Just, or the crucible yes do yes. that way better um so at any rate uh so all this stuff happens and then the whole reason that you know again john travolta is going after this guy is because nicholas cage shot at him uh, a long time ago and then killed his son on accident so he's trying to go after this guy and it's like consumed his life right so then he finds out later on in the movie that nicholas cage actually has a son with Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. Right. Thank you. But Nicolas Cage doesn't know doesn't that. Know. So John Travolta in Nicolas Cage's body, like has this weird, like meltdown. And he's on like, drugs. Holding on to the kid. And, is, and like, he's like saying his dead son's name. Yeah. It's yeah. super weird. Michael. Michael. Hello, Michael. And then there's this weird ass shootout because the FBI comes, tracks him down, mm-hmm. led by John Travolta, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. And they have Michael this Caine. big ass shootout. 
they have this big ass shootout. And so then the the woman, um, oh no, it's not there. It's later that she gets killed. Yes, at any rate, at the she church. gets she gets killed at the other shootout mm-hmm. ten minutes later. Um, and she says to Nicolas Cage, John Travolta, you have to take care of my son because he's your son. And Nicolas Cage. John Travolta. Travolta, not wanting to be an asshole, like, says, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my God, okay. for sure. Yeah, right. yeah sure. He I've just already... kind of brushes it off. He's like, yeah, he's yeah like, great. Yeah, great. Yeah, I'll go Me. to the store and get some eggs. Okay. Right. That's how he says it. <laughs> so, so then we cut to the end of the movie. Everything's happy, although everybody's going to need immense amounts of therapy. Yeah. And then at that point, like, John Travolta walks in, which also, why weren't they at the hospital with him when he was released after having his face fixed? Yeah. And she's a, she's like a doctor, too, so yeah. you think she'd, like, be there. Yeah. They weren't at the waiting room. They were just like, we're going to wait at home patiently, looking at the clock. Do, do, do. Wonder when Dad's coming emails. home with his right, right face. <laughs> so then he, <laughs> walks, he in, walks in, and it's, like, it. slow motion with this immense amount of fog outside. I'm mm-hmm. like, there's a forest fire somewhere, and they have like, not evacuated properly. Right. The, and, and so, like, he walks in, and everything's great, and Dad, and then he does the he weird does the face, face thing. thing. And then all of a sudden, the fucking kid from the shootout shows up and he's like this is your new brother michael and then she's the daughter who's like in high school right does the face thing is like hi you're my brother Uh, and then the mom is like she's like okay 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 Because that's how all adoptions go. Could you take care of this kid? Well, yeah. Okay. He's like, okay. okay. He's an FBI agent, so maybe he got some strings. But I, I don't, don't know. But care. even in real life. Even, even she's that's like, yeah, like okay. okay, after that, there needed to be, and also, guess what? Here's a horse. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got you a pretty. I want to give, I want to do a three way. Right. With, with our daughter. Okay. 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 Okay, great. It is so out of left field. And again, like you you commented on the amount of therapy everyone's going to need because the good guy who looks like the bad guy got wrongfully imprisoned. So John Travolta, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, looking like Nicolas Cage got imprisoned. And now Nicolas Cage looking like John Travolta is now taking over Archer's life. Yeah. And is like Sleeping hitting his on his wife, daughter, hitting on his daughter, working his job, trying to like work the FBI anti-terrorism force from within to destroy all of his enemies so Jesus that he can be wept. the biggest terrorist in the world. Oh, that's what that was. Oh yeah. When I he's didn't on the know phone that's what that was. He's like, yeah, Pollux, we're going to, we're going to take the funds that the government's going to give us and we're going to arrest and wipe out all of our enemies so we won't have any competition. I did not catch that. You missed that. that? There's a point in the movie where Travolta as Cage goes to Joan Allen and says, no, I'm actually your husband. Tries like describing the situation. He says, okay, well, if you want to figure this out, here's your husband's blood type. It's... Um, oh, negative. Uh, yeah. Uh, mine's AB and... Or, ca- or uh, other way around. Yeah. Caster's O negative. Some shit. Which, where did she get that and blood pen from? And she does this from? little pen prick with like... She, she's got like a pen... That has like and it a does, little syringe. And it's not in it. even like at first I was like, okay, maybe it's, it's like, like for diabetes. Thick, it's like a thick IV needle. Yeah. And, and she, she goes, like bink, like pokes him in the arm and he's like, mm, what? But that's oh, like but notice. that's the like the the diameter of a ballpoint pen. Yeah, like, like it's you would notice if something like that went into your body. Yes. And then she runs the blood and then Nicholas Cage is like, see, I told you, like, this is all a big mistake, and I did this to you, and I'm sorry. And, and he's like, Eve, I put you in that situation, and I can't make it up to you. And she's like, well, you're damn well going to try. And then she's just fine. I'm like, oh, by the way, the man who killed our son has been inside of me right. for the past 10 days. And then she's like, oh, let's take a look at that bullet wound. And I'm like, what the fuck? I like, don't understand. The, again, the amount of therapy 
that these guys are going to and need. And like the girl too, the <clears throat> daughter yeah. like has her dad. Like I imagine that she wakes up in the middle of the night in these night terrors of having her father trying to fuck her. Yeah. Like I hate to see you go. I love to watch you leave. It's so, and I'm sorry. I also too just need to take a second. I hated how much they shamed this girl for trying to explore herself. Yes. Like she was like figuring out new makeup. She had new like clothes on. She was right. made fun of at school all the time. And apparently it's because she changed her look every two weeks. Kids were like giving her a hard time because she kept changing her look. Right. So she kept getting suspended for getting into fights. Right. I was so pissed off at that. Part of me feels like it was because of the trauma of like losing her brother and her dad's never home and he's like obsessive with this criminal now. And so she doesn't really have the structure she needs to be a balanced young woman. Right. So. So instead she goes out with what's his name from that 70s show. Yeah, she goes out with Danny Masterson and almost gets raped. That's what slutty girls do. And then Grease Lightning comes over, kicks in the window. And gives her a butterfly knife. And gives her a butterfly knife. Happy birthday. You know. So when after we're done after we were done watching the movie, Megan decided to look up all of the reviews, and she saw the Metacritic score, and she legitimately started crying. I did, you guys. Like, that's not not like a joke. I got no, so upset. She, like, I started crying tears because she hated this movie so much. So at any rate, anyways, uh, this movie. <laughs> what do you think? Because we're kind of wrapping up what we need to say here yep. about this movie. Yep. So I finally watched Face Off. I would never recommend it to anybody ever unless you are all in a giant group and want to yell at the screen about something that's what i would recommend it for what do you think to me this must have been what you think or thought of greatest showman right in that it is nothing but hammy escapism from two i i admire that's a great way of putting it like okay travolta has done some really good work throughout his career specifically like if you watch the people versus oj simpson i think he plays uh shapiro robert shapiro right or or, hairspray or hairspray hell like he was amazing in hairspray He got nominated for a Golden Globe. He was like, great I think that. he's batshit crazy in real life. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, no, you like you like Matthew McConaughey. You can show up like when you want to. Yes. And when you get like a good role. I'm not saying this was a good role for Travolta. But again, they just had so much fun with it that mm-hmm. I just didn't care. Right. It's one of those movies that I can literally just unplug my brain. And just, and just let it go and let just it, let it happen to me. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Oh I just lay back and just let it wash over me. It smells like ham. It tastes like okay, ham. So this is it's the rope hypnol like of action yes. movies. Okay. It's Great. exactly what it's, it's the exactly rope hypnol of be. action movies. Don't take it too seriously. All right. Right. Um, let's do trivia. Want to jump into trivia? Yeah. Cue the trivia music. Here we go. Um, originally it was, uh, two different actors were supposed to face off against each other. Oh, not Cage and... Correct. Okay. I'm not sure who the original director, who, who the original director was, uh-huh. but this director wanted two major action stars. And instead... In the early 90s. Got, oh. So instead they got John Wood to direct <laughs> and got Travolta and Cage. Whatever. Plan B. Right. The, the, the B squad. But who do you think? So just think of two major movie action stars. From the 90s. From who, who again, hit their strides in like the 80s and 90s. Schwarzenegger? Okay. That's one. And Was that right? Yeah. Oh. Another movie you haven't seen. Did we talk about it earlier? It's about boxing. Rocky? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, uh freaking, what's his name? I'm not going to tell you his name. Oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger and... Rocky Balboa. And Rocky Balboa. 
Sylvester yes. Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Yes. That was originally it? That was originally the two. So you can I'm, think of like the kind no. of movie it would have been. Now, do you think that, with those two actors, you would have you would have surrendered a little bit more because of no, the actors? No, because their faces are way too intense. There's no way that <laughs> that would work. Plus, there's no way they can match up physically. No, there's and es- Especially no in this way. movie, Cage and Travolta are nothing alike physically. No. Nothing no. alike, but, but you know, they're sure. but they're not as as far apart as Schwarzenegger You're right. it's and not like Stallone. a big discrepancy. So yeah. again, it was originally Schwar- uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Interesting. Um, so a little bit of factual, oh, not okay. trivia. Um, there was actually a the first real life facial transplant took place in the year 2012. Oh, because of a man who accidentally shot himself in the face with a shotgun. The same year this movie came out. What? Yeah. Shot himself in the face with a shotgun in 1997. Had to wait 15 years. And then he was the first person to be a part of the first successful facial transplant. In my head, he just keeps on sending this DVD to <laughs> plastic To different surgeons. doctors around the world. Dear I need Dr. You to do Will. This. <laughs> Hi, it's Marcus again. Look. This movie makes it seem so easy. Please, Why can't you just fucking do it? Please pardon the blood on the paper. <laughs> As I shot myself in the face. My wound is weeping again. Best wishes, <laughs> best Marcus. Be best. Be Marcus. best. Be bester. <laughs> They've got an Obamacare. Please help. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, this guy. So this you, you wow. could say this movie was 15 years ahead of its time. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually found this on IMDb. Okay. But again, referencing the scene where Joan Allen runs uh, his blood type. Okay. You can see the glycohemoglobin level, which is above 6.5%. Sure. So in actuality, Castro Troy would have horrible diabetes. Really? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like he needs to get an Nicol- insulin shot and an apple slice right, right away. Nicholas Cage's character would have diabetes in this movie. <laughs> um, another star, I guess, nowadays... Um, turned down the role of Pollux Troy, who is Caster's Nicholas Cage's younger brother in the oh, movie. Little pinky finger wave. He's from Boston. He's from Boston? Yeah. He was an underwear model before he became an actor. I have no idea. Marky yeah. Mark? Marky Mark. Really? Marky Mark Wahlberg. He turned I'm down really the role. glad he turned it down. Yeah. Because, like, Anthony Rapp <laughs> did a really terrible bye, job. Bye bye, bro. It was so bad. Drop me a line sometime. It was so bad. I think Has he, he done anything amazing. since then? Who? The, that... the guy who played Castor? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'd probably have to look him up. I, he probably has. Um, Shrug. This is... You've seen The Rock, correct? Yes. Has it been a while? It's been a while. I'd love to do that movie. Anyway, uh, there is a reference in The Rock where Nicolas Cage's character, Stanley Goodspeed... <laughs> by the way, I think that's probably one of Cage's best performances. Okay. It's right after leaving Las Vegas. He's just in it. He's like, he's in the pocket. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to see a really good performance watch Nicolas Cage in the rock but he references that he has a very boring life and that he drives a beige Volvo and after Cage escapes from the prison oh my he god he drives a beige Volvo he totally around. does <laughs> I, and love I love too how, when like, he's driving around in that, like that and all the police are like keep an eye out and for... he's like ducking his he's head like, under the steering wheel if, oh my god and the police so don't even bad. notice it's not suspicious at all not at all uh, lastly, okay. there is a Grease-ish reference in this movie. No. You actually hear Olivia Newton-John herself singing in this movie. No. Can you guess what it is? I have no clue. It's it's a scene where there's a lot of gunfire happening. Is this where the, then the church scene? No. Before oh. that. Uh, I, I have no idea. Okay. So the kid puts on headphones to right. like 
oh, block out the noise. Yeah. And she's he, uh, somewhere, somewhere over the, the rainbow. rainbow. That's Olivia Newton-John singing that. Really? Yeah, little uh, little grease connection there for John Travolta. I guess that's cute, but it also <laughs> makes me more annoyed somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and John Woo apparently spent a ton of the budget getting the rights to that song. It's that's but a they, hard song. They to get. made so much money back on the on the movie that it um, didn't matter. Yeah, I need to actually look up the box office gross. But uh, that's essentially the box uh, office is gross. So the budget for this movie was eighty million. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it made opening week? A uh, hundred million? No. Uh, how Way much? That. It only oh. made twenty three million, but it oh. grossed worldwide one hundred twenty eight. So it made almost fifty million over its budget. So. Oh my god. And again, god. this movie has a better Metacritic score than The Rock, and more than Con Air. Critics loved this movie. The average Metacritic score is an 82. Why? They loved it. And I again, I don't blame them because they're like, oh, the performances call for something way over the top, and these guys just deliver. Who do we call? We call John Travolta and Nicholas Jesus Cage. Christ. I want to like re-release it so that people can watch it again and be like, what were we thinking? This is the 90s. We tweezed our eyebrows mm-hmm. way too thin. Mm-hmm. We wore palazzo pants, although I love palazzo pants. They're crazy comfortable. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Uh, Oh, you hated this movie. I hated this movie so much. More so than I hated Karate Kid and Fast Times at Richmond High put together. I would watch both of those again in a heartbeat over this. Both of those movies are just so amazing. I would rather watch those than this. Mm. It was so rough for me. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, we don't know what we're watching for next week. I have an idea. I have an idea, too. I want to go a little more mainstream. Right. Because it's a movie you actually haven't seen. Right. And I have. Mm-hmm. Should we dip into the Disney treasure trove and go down that rabbit hole and watch Avengers Infinity War? Are you ever not going to fall for that? Xfinity War? Yep. Between Comcast, Xfinity, and Spectrum, yep. Time Warner. I don't know. Part of like, I definitely think we should do that. Okay. I feel like, is there an older superhero or older blockbuster hit that I haven't seen? Yeah, maybe. I don't, I'm sure we could find one. I think that that's a really good... I think what we should do, we should come up with three choices. Okay. And then on Instagram, we will post three different options. I love that idea. And see what you, the listening audience, would like us to watch next. I But they have to be movies idea. I have seen and you have not. Correct. Or vice versa. Right. Or, Correct. yeah, because you have not seen Cabaret. Correct. Which makes me furious. I know. So, our unofficial sponsor this week is Face Fabulous. Mm. Um, so, basically, Face Fabulous is a company uh, that is kind of similar to 23andMe or Ancestry.com, mm. um, where basically they allow you to have a face transplant, but you can do it remotely from anywhere. Great. Uh, so, what they do is they send you a kit. Mm-hmm. It includes a scalpel, um, some KY jelly. Does, and does Colm Ferrer come over and explain all of this to you it's in a tape oh okay it's on a tape he, that comes with it is he as dr walsh yes. Farrow as dr walsh yes. explaining all of this to yeah, you yeah it's all in because a you need a solid american shakespearean actor you do to get all of this exposition out right right so bless so. Colm Farrow for being a part of this movie uh so yeah so you're given an instructional video and uh basically what you do it's very simple is you cut your own face off great uh then you put it into the face fabulous kit yep you send it off yep and then at that point you are allowed to go online and you can click and choose what face you want to have instead oh. and then they send it to you in the mail it takes about like two three weeks so you do have to spend a little bit of time with no face great but it's worth it at the end yeah. to be able to just get a really fresh perspective on life with 
with a brand new face. You get someone's random face? No, can remember, you, is you that can select option? it online. Right, but can you say like, oh, just give me anything? I think they actually have a discount option. Great. Where instead of it, because again, <clears throat> the whole thing costs $2,000. Okay. But they have a discount option that's just $49 where you get any face. It so. doesn't even have to be human. No. Great. You have no idea what it is. All right. Face fabulous. Put your best face forward. I love it. Thanks, Face Fabulous. I think that's everything. Awesome. So we'll be putting up uh, options for our next film. Make sure you guys vote in. Like and subscribe to us. It's really important that you subscribe. Yes. Because for us to get sponsors, we need more subscribers and we need more listeners. Yes. So since you guys love us so much, that's the way you can help yes. us. Yes. Please subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, what other... Stitcher, Stitcher. iHeartRadio. Yeah. It's all over Kerplump. the place. <laughs> Doors on doors on doors. Uh, <laughs> the Chechenian raccoon. Right. I've. I'm just throwing out random. No. Right. But thank you guys. Here's season two. Season here's, two. Here's cheers to a great season, and uh, we will see you guys uh, next, next week. week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.